The RPG After Years is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Find out more at probablywork.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to the RPG Years, your 7-Eleven for all things JRPG video game related content. And this week we're going to have a news, 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 news week for you. happens to her so we can get it oh hope's mom oh too soon too soon <laughs> oh yes uh do you know I'll, I'll have to try and oh do you know what? i was thinking then oh yeah i'll have to go back and try and finish ff13 because i wasn't able to finish final fantasy 13 because my playstation blew up but um i've got a new playstation 3 now and i, I went with the newer version kind of you know it doesn't look oh, you know, it's all it's all nostalgia based, isn't it? When you put your glasses on, um, because I really didn't like the look of the newer PlayStation Three compared to my old PlayStation Three, the big old brick thing that I had, and the new ones, you know, PS Three Slim or something, and it does look a lot slimmer. Not as small as the PS Two Slim that I bought, but <laughs> very very slim. Now it's been sitting under my desk for a couple of weeks. I kind of like the look of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, actually, this is a nice design. You know, I'm I'm very disappointed. I can't flip the little PlayStation symbol around. That's like the most gutting thing about it. How could you do that to me, Sony? How could you take away the ability to flip the little PS symbol so it's the right way up, depending on which way you got the console? But anyway, I digress. Where am I? Who am I? What am I? Who are you? Ah, <laughs> yes. This is the RPG Years, a JRPG video game podcast. I'm Bill. I'm your host. And I mostly just sit here and talk bonkers for about 20 minutes and then... um somehow make it into an hour-long episode. So, yeah, <laughs> good fun. So, uh, come on, guys, let's all catch up. So, I hope you've all been busy ploughing through Final Fantasy XII for the RPG Club. And, yes, I have to say it every single time, in case you are a new listener, we have an RPG Club here, which is essentially like a book club. In a book club, you read a couple of chapters at a time, and then you all sit around and discuss it. That's what we do here. We split up JRPG video games into lovely segmented chunks. We try and keep it around sort of five to ten hours every two weeks. You know, nothing too strenuous on the old time zones. Uh, but, you know, it is very strenuous on my timing. 
<laughs> I, I, do, I do struggle to squeeze in that gaming time. But somehow, through hook or by crook, I am keeping up <clears throat> with the Final Fantasy Twelve club. And um, yeah, if you're wondering why we picked Final Fantasy Twelve, don't ask me. Our patrons picked it. I wanted Breath of Fire free, but everyone voted against me. So, <sighs> Where's my tiny violin? Did you hear my tiny little violin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we need to play Breath of Fire 3! Anyway, but in saying that, I am loving Final Fantasy XII. And yes, I have reached old arcades. I have reached the checkpoint in plenty of time. I have even now had time to go up. I've mopped up all the hunts apart from two, which is like a rank 6 and a rank 7 hunt. So I'm petrified to even go near those ones <laughs> uh, i will try at some point and so i started going around and mopping up the espers damn e- even like even though i'm quite leveled up at this point like all pretty much all my team are like low 40s you know i've got a 138 and a 39 and everyone else is like 40 to 44 but <clears throat> yeah like oh my god those espers are still really really difficult so i've got the lightning one whatever his name is i'll 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 beginning Arbogeny, or <laughs> Albrecht, I didn't read his name, it's just like, I saw it on the screen, it was like, <laughs> my brain's like, nah, you're not reading that, Bill, it's the lightning thing with wings, it looks like a horse, <laughs> yeah, in the, uh, in the zinc, zinc, uh, whatever they're called, the, the caves, the caves that run underneath everywhere, also, how weird is that, you've got these huge areas, like the Dalmasca, Easter Sand, Osmos Plains, um, and the, the Sand Sea, all these huge areas. There's a huge cave network just running underneath it all. Filled with big, big, scary fucking monsters. <laughs> Even running through it at this point in the game where, again, I felt like I felt like I was really, like, oh, I'm a bit over-leveled for this now. I'll go down there. First couple of areas, yeah, things die in one hit. Next couple of areas, things kill me in one hit. Yeah, the area up, so, oh, I should really save this for next week's RPG Club, but fuck it. The, the area... So once you finally do the es- once you finally get the Esper and you clear that area and you go into the next segment, there's a little area just north of where the Esper's sitting. And there's something in there. <laughs> I walked in there and it was just one shotting me. It's just like, what? What? There's a there's a mythical Esper sitting in the other room who I've managed to take out, admittedly with some difficulty, but I've done it. And then I walk into this room and there's a random enemy that one-shots me. No wonder why the Esper was just hiding. <laughs> He's like, don't, don't make me go into the other room, man. I can't do it. That thing's too, too powerful. What is in that last room? And obviously, for some reason, it's gonna, the game's going to force me to come back here at some point, isn't it? I just know it. I just know it. Just like the fucking sewers. Oh, yeah, I can't I can't actually beat the Esper that's in the, the sewers underneath Rabinasta, uh, which is galling because I was like yes I'm finally going to be done with these sewers and I'll never have to come back here I managed to do the the, the deaf esper whatever he's called where he has a five minute time limit that was great fun <laughs> having to figure out how to kill him in five minutes now in case anyone in case anyone is going to go try that boss and you think wow five minute time limit for an esper right he's invulnerable at the start of the fight okay and it took me three attempts to realise also it's worth failing once just so you get the little scene with Balfir <laughs> They're like, come on, <laughs> let's get back on the horse, people. Let's try again. <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, um, you go, he's, he's completely invulnerable at the start. And there's these like little skeleton dudes that come up. So you just set your gambits to just always attack the enemy that's at the lowest level. It's like you get three or four rounds of these enemies coming out the ground. 
and you have to kill off all those enemies before he becomes vulnerable and you can start hitting him. And at that point, you can start absolutely plowing into him like uh, like there's no tomorrow. But yeah, great fun. Great, great fun. That's pretty much it for me this week, to be honest with you. Um, have I played anything else? I did. I vaguely thought on Monday about playing Metal Max Returns, but it was a very short-lived thought. I got my, I got, I got, I got my, uh, my, my, my device that will play that game legally. I assure you, <laughs> and charged it up, and then put it in a box, and then forgot about it. So yeah, that's a thing. Anyway, let's move on, Jerry. <laughs> let's get into the crux of it. Let's get to the news. Are you nostalgic for a simpler time? A time where controllers didn't have so many buttons. A time where games weren't so overly complicated by so many plot devices. Yeah. Me too. I miss my NES. Hi. <laughs> I'm Bill, and I absolutely love old video games. But I didn't have anyone to play with. So I decided to start the Super Switch Club. That's right, a podcast dedicated to discussing and reliving the nostalgia of retro video games that are also on the Nintendo Online Virtual Library. Games like Star Fox, Super Mario World, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Echo the Dolphin, Donkey Kong Country, The Legend of Zelda, Castlevania Bloodline, Super Metroid, Shining Force, Balloon Fight, Punch Out, Sonic 2, F Zero, Pokemon Snap, and so much more. The Super Switch Club is a podcasters assemble style show from the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network. A podcast where we peel away the veneer of nostalgia and play some unnecessarily difficult video games just because our friends are playing them too. So join us on the Super Switch Club, where you can relive the nostalgia of tearing your hair out over an NES game that loves to troll the shit out of you. Fantastic. I'm thoroughly looking forward to this. Yeah, that sounds good. Best of all, you can too. Head on over to probablywork.com slash Super Switch Club now to learn more. Hear ye, hear ye, gather round for all your news. Stop your clatter and listen close. Alas, you won't believe your ears. Listen close for the news. Yes, the news of the world. News of the world. Ba, ba, ba. News of the world. News of the world. Now, this is quite old news by this point, but there was a Nintendo Direct, and I'm going to be give a big shout out to friend of the show Caslo25 in brackets legally gamer who is absolute stalwart when it comes to the news segments. He's absolutely he's always on the completely on the case, adding a new thread for me to talk about and discuss news items. So, Caslo, you're amazing, my friend. Absolutely love you to bits. Because, yeah, I remember seeing sort of like a brief overview of the Direct, and there was bits I wanted to talk about. I completely forgot about it by today. I open up my phone, have a look at the old segments. <laughs> oh, Caslo! Caslo, my love! <laughs> you've done it! You've, you've put a reminder in me of all the bits that I need. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, if you want to come chat with Caslo, come join us in a Discord and go join him on his YouTube channel as well. Uh, not YouTube. <laughs> he has got a YouTube. He has. Oh, sorry. I was going to plug your Twitch first, Caz. <laughs> but I accidentally plugged your YouTube. Um, but yeah, you can find Caslo on Twitch at Caslo25, and that's the same on YouTube as well. Except on YouTube, there's a space. You know, Caslo Space 25. But yeah, Caslo's a Final Fantasy 14 streamer and very, very good friend of the show. Love that guy to bits. Anyway, Nintendo Direct, shall we? Uh, I'm going to keep this kind of 
JRPG related, but I am going to also start off with the fact that Pikmin 4 is going to be releasing July 21st. Lots of people in our community love Pikmin, so I'm going to give them, going to give them that little endorphin rush that I'm talking about. It. I've never played a Pikmin game. Uh, now it comes with a space dog. Yes, motherfuckers, a space dog. You lucky, lucky. <laughs> Splatoon 3 is going to get a DLC, which is teasing near Automata. Uh, so, yeah, I really want to replay near Automata because I couldn't play that for the club, but now I can play it on my Switch. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's just another game I want to play and I'll probably never get around to. <laughs> Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp, releasing April 21st. Now, the big news was the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance is going to be joining the Nintendo Switch Online library. And this, when this came out, unfortunately, this took up a fair chunk of my time because I have another podcast, which I run with some good friends of mine. So I run it with uh, Frost, who you may know from this show, a guy called Eric Slater from the Epic Files of History podcast and Locafor from Locafor's uh, Let's Plays podcast. It, it was a show that I kind of created, but we all sort of run it together. And the whole point of that show is that we're playing the games that are available on the Nintendo on, on the Nintendo online library, and then they had two more consoles and another bunch of games to it. And we were like, "Oh, guys, we've got to rework the schedule. <laughs> we've got to get it all in there." But yeah, there's some amazing, amazing games coming out there. You've got Super Mario Land Two, Six Golden Coins, which is great. Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening DX, the second best Zelda game in existence, obviously. The best Zelda game in existence is Alandra. And if you haven't played Alandra, what's wrong with you? Go play Alandra. <laughs> uh, Gargoyles Quest, again, RPG show. There's some other non-RPG games here, but I'll, I'll give some of the highlights. Like Super Metroid 2, Samus Returns, Wario Land 3, possibly the best Game Boy game ever made, uh, or the best looking one, and Kirby's Dream Land, which is the best looking Game Boy game ever made. Uh, and then there's also like Super Mario 3, yeah, all, the, all that all that good stuff. Um, Kurin 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 is one I particularly want to play because I've never heard of it before. Uh, also coming out for the Game Boy Advance, we've got Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is RPG. And there's Minish Cap, for, which is a Zelda game no one cares about. And Pokemon Trading Card Game will be coming soon, probably, as well as Golden Sun, people. Red, red, red alert. Sirens are going off. Golden Sun will be legally obtainable or via a subscription service, <laughs> but it will be legally attainable. So it will now be eligible once again, <laughs> once again, for the RPG Club. Uh, it was, I can't remember what platform it was available on. I think it was like the Wii Virtual Console. So when the Wii Virtual Console got shut down, Unfortunately, we could no longer classify Golden Sun as being easily available, so it was stripped of its rights for being a JRPG Club game. But now, now it will be coming back. It will have a legally obtainable way of playing it. You can nominate and vote for it if you wish. If you want to do that, join the Patreon. <laughs> Selfless plug. <laughs> Anyway, some other highlights from the direct. Obviously, everyone's excited about uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which looks great. It's going to cost $70, which I assume is probably like, you know, Monopoly money. <laughs> Your economy is going to crash, people. Uh, <laughs> conspiracies. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Next DLC will feature party member uh, Masha. I think, I think it's Masha. And that's going to come out February 15th. So yesterday. Uh, and also DLC Wave 4 appears. It might include Shulk, Wreck, and Alvis. About the only thing I know about Xenoblade Chronicles is that Shulk's the main character of the first game, I think. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, more exciting news. 
investigation-focused RPG Decker Police was announced by Level 5. We spoke about this the other week, about how excited we were that Level 5 were coming back into the Western market. and Or just in, into the market in general. And this, here they are. They've released a game. They've got a game coming out. So this is really exciting news. I can't wait to see more, more details on this game in the future. <laughs> Uh, Fire Emblem Engage, which is a hot topic in our Discord. I open up my phone every morning thinking, eh, what's it when we talk about Final Fantasy XII overnight? And no, no one's talking about it. Everyone's talking about bloody Fire Emblem Engage. So yeah, if you're looking for your fix to have a chat with people about that, come join us on the Discord. <laughs> More selfless plugs. Uh, but yes, DLC Wave 2 will feature classic characters Hector, Soren, and Camila. Wave 3 will, leave, will include Chom and Robin and Veronica. And Wave 4 will introduce new story content titled... Fell Zenolog. Zenolog? Zenolog. Zenolog. Fell Zenolog. You know, which kind of feels like, yeah, that's a strange, that's a really strange name. <laughs> uh, Oct- uh, the big thing was that they released demos for Octopath Traveler 2 and Sea of Stars, um, which will eventually come out. And Sea of Stars has been announced for August 26. Really excited about that game. They kind of keep plugging it in as a new kind of chrono trigger game. So we'll see how that we'll see how that turns out. I'd like to hear everyone's thoughts on the demo if they have played it. Si vous plaît. Etrian Odyssey was announced uh, with um, uh, oh sorry, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection was announced with a June first release date. And then my favourite thing of the day was uh, Fantasy Life: Girl Who's Still Time was announced. No, it's fucking Baton Kytos Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean. Oh, oh and, and Baton Kytos Origins are getting remastered for the Switch this summer. It's happening, people. We we reported on the rumor like a week or two ago, and now it's actually happening. It's happening. The game is coming. Oh, I'm so so excited. I'm. This game was list bumped, although it's still like 10, 15 games away on the list. We got a lot of bumps early on, um, but so oh, I really. I need to finish Metal Max Returns. I, I want to get a couple of games under my belt and then hopefully, maybe, maybe we can play that when it comes out. Let me know what you think, people. I'm I'm super excited about this game. I want to play it when it releases. Should I tie it into the show? Let me know. Answers on a postcard, people. You know you know the address. Yeah. British guy number seven. England. Um, yeah. Europe. World. Yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll make it to me. That's it. Posting postcard. Good. Yeah. It's on route. Right. Okay. That's pretty much a big roundup from Nintendo Switch. But let's see what else has been going on. Uh, uh, Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Direct. Let's see what's been going on else in the world of RPGs. Oh, you motherfucker! Yes, this is what I've been talking about. Okay. I've been talking about the fact. My my idea is we are going to be getting a Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, what's it called, 3D or 2D HD remaster coming out soon. And we've now had it uh, during uh, an interview with the producer of Theatre Rhythm, the new one, which, by the way, uh, actually, actually, I'm going to do that first. Theatre Rhythm, (laughs) the new Theatre Rhythm, um, uh, Final Bar Line, (laughs) which is a terrible name, um, is going to be the best Final Fantasy game ever. Like, every single reviewer has given it, like, 10 out of 10s, 9 out of 10s, apart from, like, Screen Rant, who gave it an 8 out of 10. But, yeah, I mean, looking at the reviews, this could be one of the highest-rated uh, games on Metacritic ever. So, yeah, again, let me know your thoughts 
on Theatre of and Final Bar, and I'm really excited to actually give that a go because the, the original Theatreisms were okay, but if this is going to be the best Final Fantasy game ever, we should probably cover it. <laughs> anyway, so back to what I was talking about before. Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Right. Come into my mind, people. Enter. I've got this crazy theory about a, a 3D, 2D, HD remaster coming out. And then the producer of Theatreism says that Miyamoto has been really busy recently. The whole Final Fantasy Tactics team has been really busy. Yeah, that's why there hasn't been more Tactics characters in Theatreism. Because the team's been too busy for them to approach and work on. So it sounds like they're doing something. And then, again, my boy Kazlo reminded us of a, an article from a year ago where the Gooch, Sakaguchi, because let's, let's not forget, Miyamoto, right? And he's the creator of Final Fantasy Tactics at per the request of uh, Sakaguchi after he did Tactics Ogre, Let Us Cling Together. Sakaguchi was like, man, you, you, I need a fucking Final Fantasy strategy game. You are the man for the job. So he created the world of Ivalice off the back of that. And then he was the one who was pulled back in to flesh out a lot of the details for Final Fantasy XII. That eventually led to him having some sort of weird nervous breakdown and leaving Square. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um, he now has his own company and Square often hire him to do lots of work, uh, especially when it comes to Final Fantasy stuff. Like he came back and did some work for Final, uh, for Shadowbringers. Um, I think he wrote some story-based content around the Ivalice sort of sections of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and yeah, and now they, there's this rumour that they're too busy and Sakaguchi's been saying he's been too busy to work with him because of all this other stuff he's got going on. This is happening, people. I can feel it in my blood. I can feel my blood pulsing with information. I can see the puzzle pieces in my mind palace floating around me and I'm picking them out of the air and putting the pieces together to create the complete picture. This is happening. I guarantee it. All right? Mark my words. Mark. Mark them. Always get your pens out. Mark my words, please. Come on. <laughs> and then, yes, I think we reported on this last time. Uh, Ash obviously has been retired as, as, as the head of uh, the Pokemon world. And the new protagonists will actually be starting their journey on April 14th, 2023 in Japan. You know, vaguely RPG related news, but uh, very excited to see that stuff carrying on. <laughs> Now, can someone please explain to me what Power Wash Simulator is? <laughs> um, I mean, I assume it does what it says on the tin. It's like, you've just got to go around and clean things. And apparently they're making uh, a Midgar mod <laughs> for the game. <laughs> I've, I've literally never heard of Power Wash Simulator until I started reading this news article. It's just like, what? <laughs> what is this? Ah, oh, man, the things we will waste our time on, eh? Uh, uh, yeah, it looks really bonkers. I imagine it's the sort of thing where I'd start playing it and I'd probably put like half a day into it and be like, where did that day go? <laughs> but yeah, that looks that looks kind of <laughs> Finally, big news, big, big news. Legend of Dragoon, Wild Arms 2 and Harvest Moon are coming to PS4 and PS5 through the PS Plus Classics catalogue. Yes, uh, as if we didn't have enough subscriptions that we have to pay for. Um, and also, I don't even know how long these games actually will be on there. Um, I think it's 
If I remember rightly, when I was using it, you could keep the games forever as long as you kept the subscription. As soon as I cancelled my PS Plus subscription, I could no longer access the games. And there was games on there like Days of Day of the Tentacle, which I was really looking forward to playing. And it was just like, oh, oh so it wasn't a free game. It was just freely available to me while I'm playing, paying this subscription. I'm not going to get into that because I'll get really angry. But um, <laughs> yeah, play subscription-based services. Uh, but yeah, it's just like... Legend, they, but they are some tip-top titles coming out. And of course, if you already own those games, um, I think you can also port them to PS4, PS5. Who told me that? It's very Caslow. Uh, yeah, worth Caslow says worth noting that at least with other classics, if you own the game on uh, from PS3, PSN, you can download the PS4, PS5 version for free. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, so I don't own any of those games. <laughs> <laughs> I know I own like Wild Arms 1 and Breath of Fire free free people come on I really want to play it I want to use my Vita um, <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah it's exciting that those games are coming and yeah if you do happen to have the subscription definitely check them out Legends of the Goon is considered the classic um, and we'll see how it goes right yeah that's pretty much it for the news this week everybody um Again, I'm going to try and keep this episode nice and short because it doesn't really need to be dragged out. <laughs> I haven't got much else to talk about. So, yeah, look forward to next week. Uh, this weekend on Sunday will be the checkpoint for reaching old arcades for Final Fantasy Twelve. if you are playing along. If you're not playing along, why not? <laughs> it's kind of like, it's one of the best bits of the show. It's really fun having everyone playing along with us. But, yeah, reach old arcades by February 19th. And then that will start the next segment, which will be up to Guravagan by March 5th. We are we are burning the midnight oil with this game, I'm excited to say. So next week will be all about all about our trip from the Mount Burmeses, part 2, all the way up to Old Arcades. Which was, uh, spoilers, these boots were made for walking and they will walk all over the Ivelisse. <laughs> These boots were made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are going to walk to Ivelisse too. But yes, if you're not familiar uh, with us here at the RPG Years, we do have the JRPG Club. And it is an exciting thing where we get to play a game together as a community. And if you want to join in with that, you can you can come and join us on Patreon, where you can help nominate and vote for the next game that we will play for the club. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter. And I know everyone hates Elon Musk and all that stuff, but honestly, our Twitter algorithm is so focused on just RPG stuff that I don't want to break it. <laughs> I don't get any news about anything else anymore. I've really managed to tweak it down to just be like, talking about RPGs and retro games? <laughs> oh, yeah, we bring it into my feed. <laughs> but yeah, you can find the show at RPG Years. You can contact me at Metanica at M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A. And yep, just generally just come and share your love for the show. And of course, join the Discord. It's one of the best places where you can come and talk to our community about all the stuff that we talk about here. And not just all the news and all that other stuff. If you just want to talk about a random RPG that you're playing, come come and join us that is the place to be link is in the show notes below and on now pinned tweet on twitter and that's pretty much it for this week everybody yep short sweet i hope what's, what's my link here yeah very short and very sweet so 
I hope you've enjoyed this uh, slightly more compact episode and I look forward to speaking to you next week where we discuss uh, what happens when Fran sticks an arrow in her mouth. (laughs) I'm not joking. I've got screenshots. Oh, hey, everybody. Over and out. I love you all. Bye. has been a presentation of the we can make this work probably network follow us on twitter at probably work for more of our questionable content also we have a website called probablywork.com